This is LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports. Presented by Dunphy Ford. Krumpetich has his man one-on-one. -on -one. Chris Monty gets him inside the foul. Count it and one. He floated in the lane. He put it in from six feet away. Speedy Morris doesn't like it, but Dave Krumpetich has put the Explorers up four. An ill-advised pass stolen by Ryan Winslow. They find Stukes. No one rebounding. He shoots the three. It doesn't matter. It's good. Amar Stukes gives LaSalle, believe this, the lead. 37-36. Wow. 6.58 to go, fourth quarter. Are you kidding me? And this in South Student section is absolutely batty right now. This kid is incredible. Pound for pound, man. He is so tough. And it's time for tip-off. We take you now courtside, where Bob Long has the call. And welcome in to Father Judge High School in Northeast Philadelphia, a Philadelphia Catholic League basketball matchup between the Explorers of LaSalle and the Crusaders of Father Judge. Bob Long, Chris Carabello alongside, and we're into the introductions here. As we get ready for tip-off, we'll take you through them as well. For the LaSalle Explorers, starting five, number two, Jared Stukes. 5'10 guard, a junior averaging 10 points a game. Matt Paulus, a junior guard, also averaging 10 a game. Also, he will be in the backcourt with Stukes. Dan Romaldi, senior small forward. Shane Stark will be the center tonight, taking the opening tap. He's averaging eight points a game. And then Ryan McTamney, the senior guard, leading point scorer for this team and seventh in the entire Interac and Catholic leagues combined. For Father Judge, we have number four, Mike Power starting. He is a junior guard averaging 3.4 points a game. Mark Rodriguez, number 14, 6'2", averaging 12.5 points a game. Then Justin Fleming, averaging 11.8 a game. He is a senior guard. Quinn Dinafa, a senior guard, will also start at 4.6 points a game. He is 6'2". Then finally, senior captain Quincy Reed, averaging 12.4 points a game at 5'11". We'll round out the starting lineup. Father Judge in their home whites. LaSalle will be in their road navy uniforms with the white trim and the gold numbers. Chris, very interesting game here. Father Judge at 7-3, but 0-1 in league. LaSalle 8-1, 1-0 in league, and a big early season test on the road. Yeah, we're going, to need, we're going to see two things here. First of all, the Explorers are going to face a 2-3 zone for the first time uh, this season. They're going to have to be able to shoot over that zone. They're going to have to establish that they can score against that zone in order to get Father Judge out of it. Second of all, they're going to have to defend um, the three-point. They're going to have to contest those shots. They're going to have to do everything they can to keep the, the uh, judge off the board by shooting threes. Shane Stark wearing number 44 this evening will win the opening tap. LaSalle with the ball moving from left to right on your radio dial. Quick passes inside, gets it to Stark. Head fake up and off the glass and finishes. A quick 2-0 lead for the Explorers. Yeah, Stark's move from... Uh his previous number of 23 to 44. The last two games, uh, the, the, the tour tournament games up in Parkland, he wore 44 and he's sticking to it, I guess. Not sure what happened to that 23 uniform. <laughs> Mark Rodriguez will drive baseline, nearly steps on the line. Kick out to Mike Power, who airballs the three from the corner. Shane Sarg with the rebound. Up the floor quickly finds McTamney. Along the baseline, a pass now to Paulus. Knocks down the three from the baseline. That was great ball movement on the part of the Explorers. And um, defensively, Dan Romaldi got in the face of um, 
Mark Rodriguez on that shot there, and that's important because if they're if they're shooting uncontested threes, they're going to make them in their own gym. Quinn Denofa now top of the key will hand off a long three comes from Fleming, not even close. Rebound down to Matt Paulus. Paulus up the floor to McTamney, gets along the baseline, runs right in the defender, and an offensive foul is called against the Explorers and Ryan McTamney. That's Quinn Denofa, the senior captain, standing in for the charge. Yeah, and that was a nice, he took a nice charge there. There's no question about that call, and McTamney plowed him right over, and he had position. LaSalle with three men in the backcourt. Now we'll back off once the ball is inbounded to Quincy Reed, who goes behind the back for good measure. Across the timeline now, Quinn Denofa. Father Judge will set up the offense. Explorers in a man-to-man. -man. All the way to the bucket, Power is able to finish. Got by Paulus, who was expecting help behind him. It never came. Easy bucket for the Crusaders. Now Paulus will set up the offense. The 2-3 zone in full effect. McTamney, now off to Stooks. LaSalle yet to really get into their offensive set. Pressure out by the logo here. Paulus now inside. Stark had to get it outside now to McTamney. The three is no good for McTamney. Good board from Stark. And he cannot finish the follow. Dan Rimaldi goes over the back now, and that's the second team foul against the Explorers. First for Rimaldi. Ball back to the Crusaders. Yeah, the Explorers got the ball inside like they wanted to, and they had, they had a good shot. Also, Ryan McTamney had a nice open three. Just couldn't put it away. It was a good look outside from Stark. He got himself into trouble, but they couldn't hit the three. Now Power leaves off for Mark Rodriguez, who comes to the elbow, launches, can't hit. Rebound tipped around, finally out of bounds past the baseline, last touched by Quinn Denofa and the Crusaders. LaSalle ball. Yeah, the Explorers are going to have to do something to pound the ball inside, or they're going to need motion to free up a man and shoot over this 2-3 zone. Stooks. Gets into the lane on the ensuing trip down. Inside to Stark. Head fakes once and finishes. That well was a done. great pass by, Amar, by Jared Stukes. Yeah, shades of, as I heard you saying, his brother Amar there, who's playing at LaSalle University. And the Stukes brothers adding a lot to this LaSalle basketball program. Both wearing number two, by the way. Amar changes number to number two, and he's wearing two this year for the, the Explorers down at 20th and Alney. A big-time block came from uh, number 44, Shane Stark, against Quincy Reed. So Father Judge will retain the ball, but it looks like a good baseline move from Reed. Stark just used the length to recover. Isaiah, Joan, Isaiah Jones enters the game for the first time for the Explorers, so he's their first substitute tonight. Mark Rodriguez thought about the shot from three. Instead, matriculates baseline, gets up and under, can't finish. Ball bounces high, out of bounds, last touched by number 21. Quinn Denafa, he and Rimaldi were both in there for the rebound. Ball was spiked to the floor. Tough to tell who touched it first, or last, I should say. And the referee says Denafa. 4.55 to play, first quarter. LaSalle with a 7-2 lead. They lead over the home Crusaders of Father Judge in the second game of Philadelphia Catholic League action. Now Isaiah Jones, elbow extended. Good pass inside McTamney, off the glass. Count it, and one. That's yeah, great pass by Isaiah Jones. Foul committed by Justin Fleming, the senior guard. McTamney, a very good free throw shooter, goes to the line to try to complete the three-point play. Nine to two, your score, 441 to play, first quarter. McTamney's 
Free throw is up and good. He completes the old-fashioned three-point play and will be replaced by Matt Paulus. Explorers will go with a little smaller lineup, but a little quicker lineup with Jones, Paulus, and Stooks. And Amar, or I should say Jared Stooks. Now you got me saying it. Amar, uh, Amar at LaSalle University and Jared Stooks in the backcourt commits the foul. LaSalle in the full court pressure. Stooks is guarding Quincy Reed. He's able to get it across the timeline with no problem. Now Quinn DeNafa gets into the lane. Nobody's there. He'll go easily to the bucket and throw it down. Yeah, the Explorers have gone with a man-to-man. -man. And a quick and foul I on the other end as the Explorers move the ball inside to Stark. He will go to the line to shoot two. Foul against Quinn DeNafa. I'm not sure Shane Stark does well that far out from the basket. That's twice that they've gotten by him for easy layups. Absolutely, and they must know something about Danafa. He may be able to hit that three, but he certainly hasn't shown it yet. Instead, what we've seen is the driving capability of this father judge team. Yeah, there are, they've only scored four points, and both of them have been off very uncontested layups where there was nobody in the lane. They were able to get past their man who was guarding them on the outside. Shane Stark, well short, barely drew iron on the first free throw. A six-point lead for the Explorers, 4-19 to play. Important to note, though, for the listeners here, Chris, you're not seeing any help defense, and it's what you talked about in the pregame show, the fact that this Father Judge team lives and dies from the three, and when they get penetration, LaSalle appears willing to allow some easy buckets at the rim to avoid the penetration and kick. Yeah, Phil Hell comes into the game, replaces Shane Stark. So they get a little more speed in the game with Held. Isaiah Jones in the backcourt guarding Mike Power, who's able to get it across the timeline. Now Mark Rodriguez, the junior, holds near the top of the key. He'll swing it around to Fleming. Fleming, elbow extended off to Danafa at the top of the key, who spins with it and is forced to retreat. Fleming gets it back. Isaiah Jones on the switch. Here comes the double at the top of the key. They're able to get it off well to Reed. He'll launch the three and knock it down. Yeah, they took a risk doubling up and leaving Reed wide open for the three. Stukes moving quickly off to McTamney. Extra look. Comes up top to Held. They'll reset the offense with Ryan McTamney at the top of the key. Now Isaiah Jones will launch a corner three. Well long an air ball there. And the rebound down to Mark Rodriguez. Up the floor is Quincy Reed guarded by Stukes. Fleming up top to Mark Rodriguez. Handoff comes to Danafa, goes behind his back, up top for Fleming. That three is off, no good. Rebound down to Stooks for LaSalle. Stooks leaves off for Phil Held. He'll launch the three. Phil Held knocks it down from the elbow extended. That's a great shot by Phil Held. 14-7, Explorers lead, under three minutes to play first quarter. A good one here early in the Northeast. Mark Rodriguez, guarded by McTamney, elbow extended, leaves up top for Quincy Reed. Reed wants to go one-on-one -on -one against Dukes, all the way past him and off the glass, finishing. Matt Paulus up the offense now for the Explorers. Ball nearly stolen, and indeed so, Mike Power, and he's fouled. Needed to reach in there to prevent the easy layup on the runout. But the culprit of that turnover, a bad pass, and it came from Matt Paulus. Yeah, and then Paulus comes back and makes and, and uh, commits the foul. It's Paulus's first foul of the game, LaSalle's second. 
14 to nine the score. Explorers lead against the home Crusaders. Father Judge moving right to left on your radio dial. In the backcourt, it'll be Mike Power. Power, a junior guard at 5'11", averaging 3.4 points a game, getting by Conrad Kiska, who came into the game and finishing with the left hand at the rim. That's the, that is the fourth layup that the, that the Crusaders have had tonight. They have a three-point basket and four layups, almost uncontested. LaSalle still leading by three as Matt Paulus resets the offense. Phil held to the baseline. Now it's Conrad Kiska. Puts the ball on the floor, up top to Stark. Stark leaves off for Paulus, a three. That one's good from Matt Paulus. Near the top of the key, puts the Explorers up six. You have number 10, the freshman Conrad Kiska in the game, who played four quarters of basketball in the JV game and then two periods of overtime, of which he really dominated that game. So he's got to be a little winded. Be interested to see. Top of the key, three is good from Mark Rodriguez coming off the screen. Fast-paced action here from Father Judge. Kiska thought about a three on the other end and instead leaves off for Phil Held. Baseline look comes to Stark, who draws a double team. Good two-touch passes. Conrad Kiska can't finish at the rim. And Shane Stark but stepped, before on, the he line, stepped yeah. on the baseline. So before he was able to put the next one in, Father Judge will get possession. Kiska had a nice, a nice pass, nice look. Basket he made earlier in the game, made earlier in the JV game. Unable to finish here. Now the Explorers in a man-to-man -man defense with 107 to play. Father Judge is in no hurry. It's Mark Rodriguez out near the midcourt logo. Now Quincy Reed. You get the sense if they can get penetration, they'll take it at any point, but otherwise likely to take the last shot of the first quarter. They trail by three, 17 to 14, 48 seconds to play. And they just play catch with it. Yeah, Father Judge is not a high-scoring team. They rely heavily on the three. They've knocked down some here in the first quarter. But more importantly, they've gotten that uncontested layup. And as you said, I think if they can find that, they're going to take that. You're seeing LaSalle actually in a matchup zone here. Kiska saying at the top of the key. And now they retreat into a man-to-man -man with 26 seconds to play. It's Quincy Reed handing off now for power. We have 20 seconds to play. Yet to get the ball inside the three-point line. Now a double team comes, and Matt Paulus commits a silly one. That's his second foul of the game, and LaSalle's fifth. Yeah, with 15.4 seconds, and with Reed basically at half court. Chris, if he, if he was dribbling that ball in his left hand, I'd understand, but he reached across with his right side of the hand to the right side right that time of Mark Rodriguez, which led to the easy reach-in call for the referee. That's the fifth foul on the Explorers. Mike Power on the ensuing throw-in is retreated all the way into the backcourt. We're now to seven seconds to play. Looks to be all power, no movement whatsoever. Into the lane he goes, up and off the glass. It rolls off the front of the rim. Stark with the rebound, and that's it for the first quarter. After he got the penetration. Again, he, uh, that, was a, that was a makeable layup. It was, and after eight minutes of play, your score, LaSalle 17, Father Judge 14. What have you seen here, Chris? You said penetration. They're getting it any time they want, and yet LaSalle still with a three-point lead. Not a ton to feel comfortable with if you're the Explorers. Now, I think you have to look at a different kind of defense. Um, they've obviously stopped the three. Father Judge has two three-pointers, but uh, they've got an enormous amount of penetration, and they've capitalized on that. They almost, they almost came within one point of... Uh, of tying this game one up with the with the last second layup. 
This is LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports. We are presented by Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. And a 17-14 game here from Father Judge High School. We mentioned the points per game totals here so far coming into this game. Ryan McTamney with 18 has yet to really get going, but a lot of help from his teammates around him and sometimes from unlikely sources. Phil Held, who is only averaging a couple points a game, has hit a really nice three to start off. We saw Matt Paulus hit a three. He's been there all season long, but spreading around scoring, Shane Stark has added a few, and uh, it's balanced so far for the Explorers. Yeah, the, uh, we've seen the, uh, the penetration of Jared Stukes. Um, a pass to get a basket, but uh, nothing on his own. He's averaging 10 points a game, and he's been a real pleasant surprise for the Explorers this year from a scoring standpoint. I knew he could play defense. I knew he could make his foul shots, but wasn't sure that he would be able to score the way he can. Ensuing throw in to start the second quarter. Father Judge nearly threw it away. A really nice save from Mike Power, and they'll set up the offense. Now a couple of substitutions in. Mark Rodriguez holds the ball. Into the game now, Matt O'Connor. A junior guard in for the first time for the Crusaders. Fleming, bit of a dangerous pass, say the least. Stolen by the Explorers and McTamney. Up the floor is Stukes. Stukes is hit, but no foul is called. Ball is knocked out of bounds, the referees say, by Matt O'Connor. Well, Sal's basketball underneath their own basket. And there was the penetration I was talking about, but Stukes was unable to get off a shot, and he didn't even get the foul. Stukes now gets the ball inbounds, picks up his dribble, needs help. It comes in the form of Isaiah Jones. Right back to Stukes, dishes to the outside. Another pass inside, now to Stark. He finishes off the glass. Bit of a flop inside by Fleming that wasn't called, and it's 19-14 to 14 Explorers. And there was a situation where I'm not sure that Shane Stark needed to take that dribble. He had, the, he had a clean shot right off the pass, but he put the ball on the floor, made a nice shot off the backboard. And now Shane Stark... Forces a double dribble, but before that, a timeout was called. Had a great job by Sean Tate. He clearly knew his player. That was Mackinson Just, the junior forward at 6'2", and he picked up his dribble, induced by number 44, Shane Stark, in his hawkish defense. He was about to put it back on the floor, and, and, and Sean, just in time to yeah, get a Sean timeout. Sean Tate called the timeout right as he was about to put the ball down. He was either going to get called for the double dribble or he was going to get five seconds because Shane Stark had it wrapped up. Now, we may have a quick stoppage here. We've lost power, not us, thankfully, but the scoreboard has lost power. And it was about six minutes or so to play in the second quarter. These guys are going to get a full timeout. We'll take it with them as they get this resettled. This is LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports. Looking for a new set of wheels this holiday season? Ring in the new year with a vehicle from Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop this holiday season to buy or lease a new car. The dealership has been servicing the Bucks, Montgomery, and surrounding areas in Philadelphia for the last 35 years. Visit them at 7700 Franklin Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com.
Welcome back to Father Judge High School in the Northeast. Bob Long Sports coverage of LaSalle College High School basketball just about ready for action. We had a clock, a clock malfunction, 7.04 to play, a 19-14 lead as the Explorers again chase it into the backcourt on the throw-in. Mike Power does a nice job to run it down, and now Matt O'Connor has it. That's twice he almost got caught in the corner. Just dribbles it off his foot and out of bounds. LaSalle basketball as McKinson just, the junior forward, had some trouble with that one. Yeah, he was looking for the shot and he didn't have the ball and went right off his foot. Now Stukes dribbles top of the key. To the baseline now it's Isaiah Jones. Back top of the key, they'll swing it around. Dan Romaldi was looking for McTamney, well defended by Fleming. And the Explorers have to bring it back up top. 6.25 to play, a five-point lead here for the Explorers, 19 to 14 the score. Yeah. Father Judge staying in the 2-3 zone. They've adjusted a little bit, but it's still a, a version of a 2-3 zone. Yep, a matchup zone. It's a matchup 2-3. For the Crusaders of Father Judge. 6.09 to play. LaSalle not really into their offensive set yet in this possession. Stark looks to change that, drives into the lane, a bit wild off the glass, and out of bounds. Last touch by Father Judge, the referees say. Yeah, actually, a foul is going to be called. And it was uh, on the push against Ryan McTamney. He got shoved all the way into the red padding by the stage here at Father Judge. I think that's a good call. Yeah, McTamney seemed to have position on that, and then all of a sudden ended up out of bounds. Um, so we, uh, it was likely that he was pushed. Sean Tate's not happy about the call, but. 6.02 to play. Second quarter, LaSalle leading by five. Stukes able to inbound, but a dangerous spot. Jones induces a double team, but somehow gets it back to McTamney. Off for Stukes. The three is no good. And the rebound down to Quincy Reed. That was a wide open three for Jared Stukes. Matt O'Connor comes baseline, looks off. Shot is no good, but the rebound down to Reed. Another pass somehow caught by Quinton Noffa. That one looks bound for the stands, but the one-handed catch maintains possession. They have a lot of earned passes that they've been able to, rat, uh, to track down. Now it's Quincy Reed. A hand check is called against Isaiah Jones, and the whistle was ready on that one. You saw the referee ready to call that one based on where the hands of Isaiah Jones was. A good call. In basketball these days, you can't put your hands on the guy like that. Now Bill Chivarelli blew the whistle right away. Jones comes out. He's, Matt Pauls comes back in the game. Now Matt Pauls has two playing with two fouls. He got two first quarter fouls. Yes, he did. Pauls back into the game, like you said. Isaiah Jones off, and it's Quinn Denafa at the top of the key. Quincy Reed thought about the three. Instead, gets by Stukes, muscles it off the glass, and finishes. Father Judge continues to hang around a team that had primarily uh, you know, done most of their scoring from the perimeter, has gotten most of their scoring night in, tonight inside the paint. And they're bringing the big guys for the Explorers out. They have to guard Denafa and Fleming, so they can't get in there to protect the rim. Now this pass is stolen by Father Judge, and a foul is called against Phil Held. He's not thrilled with the call, but the pressure given by Mark Rodriguez on the penetration and the push on the run there that time from Father Judge induced that foul, and that's the seventh team foul against the Explorers, a one-and-one one upcoming for the, senior, or the junior captain, Mark Rodriguez. Yeah, I think the key thing about that foul wasn't that uh, Phil Hell committed it, but it was the seventh on the Explorers. Father Judge is going to be shooting one-and-one one for a while now. Mark Rodriguez earns his second by hitting the first. Second free throw upcoming, 19 to 17 the score. 
4.52 to play, second quarter. Rodriguez is second, back iron no good. Phil Held chases down the rebound on the baseline and up the floor across the timeline is Jared Stukes. Two point, two point lead here for the Explorers, 19 to 17. Phil Held on the dribble, looks to want to get rid of the ball, not having any options, jump stops top of the key, off to Kiska. Kiska turns on the baseline, that ball is stolen and a foul is called against Phil Held. That's the second quick one on Held. They haven't even taken his number off the scoreboard from his last foul. That'll be his second. Yeah, that was just, Phil Held never looked comfortable there. Um, wanted to get rid of the ball, an errant pass, lost it, then committed the foul and trying to get it back. And really the guy that was uncomfortable as well was Kiska, the freshman. They didn't want it, it looked like. Yep, and he got the ball tipped as he was trying to pass it out. It was O'Connor that went up and got the ball. He misses the front end of the one and one and the Explorers up the floor quickly. Kiska now on the baseline, extra pass to Held, thought about the three. Now top of the key, again, Father Judge in their matchup zone. Stark on the baseline, waves off the double team, spins in the lane, now a triple team comes and he gets fouled on his way up to shoot the lay-in. Looks like he wanted to go up and under but was raked across the wrist, so he will go to the line to shoot too. And Joe Dempsey pulls over Ryan McTamney to have a few words with him regarding what he wants to do offensively here because I don't think this is exactly the way he's uh, drawing things up. Shane Stark hits the first free throw. Dan Rimaldi and Matt Paulus will come into the game. Off comes Phil Held and Conrad Kiska. Bob, I have to be honest. I have to wonder how tired Conrad Kiska is. As I said, he played four quarters plus two overtime periods, and he played. He was out there most of the time, and he really was the uh, the production for the Explorers in that JV game. I think mean, he has to be a little winded here. It's an interesting thing that we've called a lot of basketball games here, and, and we have a timeout, a bit of a wet spot near the Explorer bench, so a quick stoppage, but we've called a lot of high school basketball, and that's one thing I've never quite grasped, and I understand you want to get him a lot of minutes, similar to soccer. Would you rather be on a, on a higher-level team and play 20 minutes a game, or would you rather be a, a little bit of a lower level and get the full 90 run? Well, Conrad Kiska gets both on a nightly basis, and it's a lot of credit to him as the ball's thrown away from Quinn Denafa. Yeah, Jared Stukes did a great job not letting Quincy Reed get to that ball. I mean, not letting Mark Rodriguez get to that ball. Um, held, his, held his place, didn't commit a foul. The arms got tied up, and Sean Tate is having that discussion with the referee right now. Could have gone either way. No call was made after all that. 21 to 17, the Explorers lead. Stukes with the head fake, leaves off for Paulus. That's off. Stark with a strong rebound, just goes right over the top of this diminutive father judge squad. Now Paulus is stuck in the corner and he steps on the sideline. Basketball back to father judge, a bit sloppy here on both sides. 3.32 to play, a four point lead for the Explorers. And this is the second quarter of action. Quincy Reed up the floor. Gets across the timeline. Stark went for the steal against Anafa. Now out of position. Reed gets an open look from three. No good. Stukes with a strong rebound and keeps his feet off the baseline. Stukes into the lane. Leaves off for Paulus. Extra pass back to Rimaldi. Jump stops. Leaves off for Stukes. In the lane. Puts it up. Got it above the rim. Could not believe he did it. It just didn't fall. Now, nice penetration by Jared Stukes. 
and that's a shot that's been falling this year, which is one of the reasons why he's averaging 10 points a game. That's exactly right. The strength there, he was grasped across both wrists. I cannot believe he got that ball above the rim. Stukes hits the first free throw. 22 to 11. 307 to play. Isaiah Jones back into the game. Matt Paulus will get a breather for a couple defensive possessions. He has two fouls. I think the Explorers need to capitalize on their size and getting the ball inside. They've been able to do that. They've been able to rebound, but they haven't been able to put it right back up. 307 to play. Stark able to hit his second free throw. The Explorers with a six-point lead, 23 to 17. 307 to play second quarter. Father Judge now with the basketball. The Explorers in their man-to-man -man defense. The Crusaders moving from right to left on your radio dial. This is Quincy Reed up near the logo. He's guarded by Dan Romaldi. Now Fleming has the ball. Justin Fleming gets to the top of the key. Mike Power up top for Reed. Judge in no hurry. Mark Rodriguez waves off Fleming, instead leaves off for Reed. Still not inside the three-point line yet on this possession. Quincy Reed, a little bit of penetration, off for power. Now just has it. Good back cut, but Isaiah Jones stands in and takes a charge against Quincy Reed. What a great job by Isaiah Jones to take that charge. No question about it. The back cut came. Father Judge thought they had some numbers and that they were drawing Isaiah Jones out to the defender. Lightning quickness to get back into position, set up shop, and take the contact. He stood firm, drew the charge. Now inside, the Explorers look to the elbow. Dan Romaldi, one dribble off to Isaiah Jones, top of the key three. Back iron, no good, and the rebound down to Mike Power. Power, the junior point guard up the floor now across the timeline. The Explorers in their home or in their road blues play defense as Rodriguez floats along the baseline, can't hit the eight-footer, and Stark with the rebound. That was probably over the top by Justin Fleming. It wasn't called by Joe Anholt, but he clearly went over the back as to Shane Stark. Six-point lead for the Explorers. Isaiah Jones has trouble, slips, and a timeout is called by Joe Dempsey. He saw his player in trouble there, and Jones, sophomore guard, Hasn't had a ton of experience running the offense per se. That will come with time. But he also slipped a little bit and uh, shredding a bit lightly on that ankle. Yeah, he is. Remember, that was an ankle that he injured in football. Um, was out for a few games. For other games, uh, only played defense late in the season uh, because of that angle in, ankle injury. And it seems like he might have re-injured it there. He's sitting down right now. He's not in the huddle for the Explorers. So it seems like he'll come out. Yes, and... No signal yet, but that would be a good assumption. With 1.38 to play here in the second quarter, the score is 23 to 17, the Explorers lead. And a 30-second timeout now called by Joe Dempsey. Isaiah Jones got himself into a little bit of trouble and may have tweaked that ankle. So he will take a seat, as you said, Chris. Yeah, Phil Held comes into the game, has two fouls. when He does not want to pick up a third, particularly with uh, a minute 38 here left in the half. Joe Dempsey also taking the chance with Matt Paulus, who adds a big scoring threat, but assuming only one defensive possession remaining, they want to get him out here for this offensive possession. Paulus holds the ball, now off to Held, a baseline three. Can't finish. McTamney struggles for the rebound, tried to tip it in. Instead, it's Matt O'Connor coming down with that rebound. Just traveled, and the call came a bit late, but the correct one. 
just caught the ball, tried to jump stop, but really didn't. Shuffled the feet and a pretty easy travel call there. It's a good thing on that because that would have been Paulus's third. Yes, he was sliding. You're absolutely right. He, he was, not contact. In, was not in position, would not have gotten the charge. 115 to play. The Explorers have eight fouls. Father Judge have six. So any defensive or loose ball foul, and these teams will be going to the line to shoot one and one. Now Stukes plays inside to Stark, who draws the double team. Somehow gets it back outside to Stukes. Comes through the lane. Left-handed shot. Magical off the glass. Wow, what a shot from Stukes. What strength. And just beats the defense down the floor. Gets the feed that time from Mike Power and finishes. Dan Rimaldi called yep. for an offensive foul. A bit weak for my money along the baseline. That was, but he was going to get the call. Clearly did. Maybe extended the elbow a little bit to offer a reprieve to the referees. A tough angle for us to see if he extended the elbow. A good call. If not, very, very light. 42.5 seconds to play first half. 25 to 19, the Explorers lead by six on the road at Father Judge. Isaiah Jones back in the game for Jared Stukes. Good to see for Jones. Yeah, it seems to be a de defensive, little defensive posturing yes. here. Absolutely. Paulus off the floor with two fouls. Conrad Kiska is guarding Power, who spins a bit after getting inside the lane and will back back outside. The advantage Kiska offers here is he's clearly a good four or five inches taller than Powers, but his wingspan, he's able to get his arms out, which can help contain these guards up at the top of the key. And right now he's guarding Mark Rodriguez top of the key with nine seconds to shoot. Kiska against Rodriguez, takes a look up at the clock, gets by Kiska into the lane, flicks it off the glass, puts some English on it, and scores. That'll be the last shot of the first half. And a little bit of flair from Mark Rodriguez, the junior guard, averaging 12 and a half points a game. And he cuts this deficit for Judge to just four going into the half. Again, the, the bulk of the, the Father Judge scoring has taken place from inside the paint. Um, coming into this game, it was the Explorers that were concerned about their perimeter game. They've been able to contain that. What they haven't been able to do is stop them with, with in some ways, were uncontested layups. Statistics here from the first half, a 25 to 21 lead for the Explorers after 16 minutes of play. Jared Stukes has four points. Matt Paulus has six on two threes. And number 21, Phil Held has a three-point shot as well that he added. Shane Stark leads the Explorers with nine, and Ryan McTamney with just three. So, Chris, uh, not quite the scoring we saw in the last game from Ryan McTamney, but Shane Stark has added, especially from the three free throw line. Now, when he's clearly able to get rebounds and dominate inside, they haven't taken advantage of that, and they really haven't taken advantage of kicking the ball out to McTamney. He's, he's really... Uh, I, uh, He's probably only shot one three-pointer yeah. uh, or one shot from behind the arcs. They haven't really taken advantage of his ability to hit that, that three-pointer. The Explorers, 5 of 11 from two-point field goal range. That's 45%. 3 of 9 from 3, 33% from the field. 6 of 7 from the free-throw line. So good to see this team getting to the line. A lot of that has been Shane Stark inside. And it's this judge team needing to do something to try to offset the size. And the fact that the Explorers have been good from the free throw line is indicative uh, of a good effort and, and certainly important as we get to the second half. So 40% from the field overall, a 25 to 21 lead for the Explorers. 
And I don't know that Father Judge needs to do a whole lot different, uh, you know, in terms of uh, their game plan, um, make too many adjustments, because right now they're only down four. They're hanging with the Explorers. Um, they're keeping this a relatively low-scoring game, 25 points as well below uh, what the Explorers average in a quarter. So if they can continue this, and then if they can start hitting threes and doing what they do best, you know, they can make a move here. So it's LaSalle that's going to have to make some adjustments to enable them to score a little better. It's the halftime show here on Bob Long Sports. We'll take a break, come back on the other side, and talk a bit more about this Explorer team and get you ready for the second half. This is Explorer Basketball on Bob Long Sports, and we're presented by Dunphy Ford. Looking for a new set of wheels this holiday season? Ring in the new year with a vehicle from Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop this holiday season to buy or lease a new car. The dealership has been servicing the Bucks, Montgomery, and surrounding areas in Philadelphia for the last 35 years. Visit them at 7700 Franklin Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at elmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's elmarksigns.com. 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. ElmarkSigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. This is Bob Long here, and you certainly know me from BLS, doing LaSalle College High School broadcasts, our weekly radio shows, and everything in between. However, during the 9 to 5, I am a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia area. If your business is looking for financing or any other type of assistance, you can reach me at 215 328 2578. That's 215 328 2578. I've had experience in the energy industry, healthcare, public finance, as well as in manufacturing and leasing. Bob Long, a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia market, helping your businesses grow. Soccer is the fastest growing sport in America. It's about time the most popular game in the world, the beautiful game of soccer, comes to Philly Airwaves. Boozella, the World Soccer Show, presented by the Iron Abbey, is a live interactive talk show dealing entirely with professional soccer. The show exists only to serve the love of the culture, pageantry, and tactical aspect of the beautiful game of soccer. Join Boozella every Sunday from 3 to 5 on 610 Sports.
Welcome back to Father Judge High School. Just about time for the second half here on Bob Long Sports. Bob Long, Chris Carabello alongside, and Explorer Basketball all year long is presented by Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue or at dunphyford.com. 25-21 the score here. The Explorers leading by four. Stark leads all scorers here for the Explorers. He has nine. And the Explorers will start with the basketball. They are dressed in their road navy uniforms, traveling now from right to left on your radio dial. It will be Jared Stukes to start things off in the second half. Dribbling at the top of the key. Comes off a screen from McTamney. Picks up his dribble, back to McTamney, rolls into the lane, off balance, finishes off the glass and good. And that was the play Joe Dempsey had designed to start the second half. I was watching him, I was watching him in the huddle. Made it very clear that Ryan McTamney was going to get the ball. And gets it right back after the ensuing steal. Goes right at Fleming on the drive to the basket, draws the foul, and will go to the line to shoot two. Yeah, Ryan McTowney was a non-factor in the first half, and I think the Explorers have made it very clear that they want their 18.1 scorer to have a little more touches in the second half. On the other end, it was Mark Rodriguez who flew down the floor, went up and under, tried to throw some English on it, but it would not go down, which led to the Explorer runout. First free throw is good from Ryan McTamney. He now has six on the day. McTamney's second free throw is up and good, and the Explorers now lead 29-21 behind a quick 4-0 run to start the second half. Yeah, Father Judge has stayed in that 2-3 matchup zone. The Explorers have changed things defensively. It looks like they've gone to a 1-3-1 with Jared Stukes underneath. Quick three from Reed. Rebound came down to Stark, but it quickly stolen by Power. Leaves off for Fleming. He can't hit the baseline three. Up the floor quickly now, McTamney. Ball is stripped from him. Good hands from Mike Power to avoid the foul. And LaSalle will get the ball underneath their own basket. Yeah. The Explorers are making every bit to score in transition here. Have you seen that they've really, they've been quick with the ball. Lob pass inside for Stark. A bit too strong, though, and Danafa got a hand in there. Quincy Reed up the floor all the way to the bucket. Might have gotten hit. No foul call on the rebound down to Rimaldi. Yeah, McTowney might have tipped that, too. He might have gotten a piece of that a um, little bit of a block. Now McTowney has it elbow extended. Stukes gets it at the baseline. Waves Stark up to the ball, who will take it from him via handoff. Now Rimaldi gets it at the elbow, stolen by Reed. He just held the ball straight in the air. Reed said, I'll take that. Now leaving off for Rodriguez, just inside the three-point line. Knocks down the 17-foot uh, shot, a two-pointer, and now it's a six-point game. Yeah, a little lax on defense there. Rimaldi gives up the ball, and they just don't play very tight defense. Rodriguez able to hit that, that jumper. Now Stukes leaves off for Matt Paulus. McTamney flashes to the elbow. Two dribbles, gets by the defender. Goes back outside to Stukes, who's fouled by Reed. An unnecessary reach in there as Stukes went to the crossover. Second team foul against the Crusaders. And the third on Quincy Reed. We haven't seen a lot of substitutes. They've gone five, maybe six deep with a few minutes from just, but Matt O'Connor's been the primary sub and he has to come into the game now. And he's got big shoes to fill on Quincy Reed, senior captain, leading scorer. And O'Connor now guards Stukes, who feeds inside. 
Stark faces a double team, lays back outside for Stukes. They play two-man two ball, and Stark gets into the lane and scores. That's the exact type of offense that the Explorers want to run. They want to take advantage of their size, bang the ball inside to Shane Stark and Ryan McTamney. Mike Power, good look inside. Danafa, a strong finish at the near side block over the outstretched arm of Shane Stark. Now Matt Paulus turns it over. Matt O'Connor is there, a four on one. Nearly turned over, but finishing, could not get it over that front rim. He went up and under. That was Mark Rodriguez. He will go to the line to shoot two after drawing the foul. That was very aggressive defense on the part of the Crusaders. They double teamed Paulus. There was, there was somebody open. Paulus wasn't able to find them, lost the ball. Not a great possession there for the Explorers. And now Rodriguez from the line to shoot two. Off the front rim and no good on the first. 31 to 25 the score, 5-14 to play third quarter. Coming out of the game, Dan Rimaldi in to replace him, Isaiah Jones. Isaiah Jones in the game, look for the Explorers to continue that tra transition offense. This time the front of the rim more gentle and it goes down for Mark Rodriguez. Explorers lead by five. 5.09 to play third quarter. Judge extending the matchup zone to the baseline now McTamney. Back up top to Isaiah Jones. Leaves off for Stukes, a baseline three and it's good. He sized that one up, had plenty of time and decided to launch. Now a good look off for Rodriguez. The baseline three is no good. Battle for the rebound, Matt O'Connor gets it first and Isaiah Jones with late contact. Foul called on Jones, the second foul against the Explorers this half. That was a bad foul by Isaiah Jones. There was no reason for that. Second foul against Isaiah Jones personally. He had no chance of getting to that ball. The Stukes three on the last possession gave the Explorers an eight point lead where we currently stand with 4.37 to play. Double team in the corner. Father Judge able to get out of it. Off to Fleming, gets into the lane, finishes strong off the glass with the right hand. Fleming, a good drive into the hoop, avoided a little bit of contact, and put it up. Again, the Crusaders score from inside the lane. Stukes, a little bit of a spin move, almost lost the pivot foot, stayed with it. Now inside to Stark, the Explorers go. Double team comes, he spins to the baseline. Spins right back now into the double team. Steele nearly comes, but Paulus somehow stayed with it. Back iron shot. Coming from the baseline. Rebound down to Father Judge. Mike Power off to Fleming for three. No good. Rebound to Stark, but the ball is taken right from him. It goes out of bounds. Last touch by Isaiah Jones and the Explorers. And Father Judge, that's all Justin Fleming there, earns the possession back. That was a great hustle on the part of Justin Fleming. Stayed with that ball, knew where Isaiah Jones was, knocked it off of him. A close one here in the third quarter. A six-point lead for the Explorers on the road in the Philadelphia Catholic League. Never a fun place to be. Ball was deflected on the ensuing inbounds play, out of bounds. So Father Judge will do it again, this time from the opposing block. 3.50 to play, third quarter. They feed up top to the safety valve. That's Mike Power. Power, a junior guard, gets into the lane with the left hand, off the glass with the right, way too strong. Jones with the easy rebound, off to Stukes, and a timeout is called by the Explorers. Full head of steam was there for Stukes, and he kind of 
takes a look like, why are we calling that timeout there? But head coach Joe Dempsey wants to talk things over here with a six-point lead. The Explorers have really dominated in terms of rebounds. It's almost at some points doesn't even look like Father Judge is attempting to rebound. Yes. At least yes. not on the offensive end. I can, I, you'd be hard-pressed to think of how many, the number of offensive rebounds they have, if any. Yep, Shane Stark has been huge, especially on the offensive glass for the Explorers, and obviously cleaning things up on the defensive end. This a full timeout here, and we'll take this opportunity to talk a bit about our upcoming programming, and it's highlighted by a game on Sunday, a big one against Monday. Newman. Uh, Monday. Monday. I keep saying Sunday. Thank you for correcting me. That's a game against Newman Goretti. It will be at LaSalle. We'll also be on the air Friday as well for another home game, and uh, some big opportunities early here, Chris. By the time next Monday comes around, they'll have four Philadelphia Catholic League games played, three of which will be at home, and big opportunities against some good clubs. Yeah, I think these first three games will really define who they are. As I said, they were three games that they certainly can win, need to win, because um, this Catholic League is very competitive. Um, making the playoffs one thing, but it's where your position that will make all the difference in terms of your ability to move on. Now Jared Stooks will take the ball in. 3.31 to play after the timeout for the Explorers. Isaiah Jones takes the hand off top of the key. Leaves off for McTamney. Might have walked. Can't get it to fall at the rim, and Rodriguez has the rebound. Full head of steam. Leaves off for O'Connor. Transition three is no good, and Shane Stark just couldn't quite squeeze it. Had both hands on it, but slipped through his hands and out of bounds. Now Ryan McTamney with a nifty move down here. Might have walked a little bit, but just missed. And then on the transition, O'Connor missing a three. Stark not able to pull down the rebound. Rodriguez jump stops in the lane. Bit too strong. Isaiah Jones tips it up to his teammate Stark, who gets the easy rebound. Now Stooks quickly across the timeline. Stark at the top of the key will slow things down. 2.57 to play, third quarter. Six-point lead for the Explorers, 34 to 28. Stooks gets into the elbow, back up top for McTamney. Now two-man game gets it to Stooks. Stooks jump stops in the lane, off to Held, who might have had a shot but elects to restart the offense. I don't think that's the shot that the Explorers wanted there, although Phil Held has knocked down a three-pointer tonight. Stooks, individual move into the lane, loses the pivot foot and travels on his way into the lane. Yeah, now, a, lot, a lot of movement on the part of the Explorers and nothing to show for it. Back into the game with three fouls now, Chris. Number one, Quincy Reed, the senior guard. And you have to say, for all intents and purposes, a successful three or four minutes to have him off the bench and to still be within six at this point, about the deficit from where he went on. Yeah, and the, and the Crusaders need him out there for his offense. Obviously, he doesn't want to pick up another foul, but they need his scoring. He touches the ball along the baseline. One touch and off to Mike Power. Now Quinn Danafa hasn't seen as much of him recently, spinning at the elbow. O'Connor to Danafa, great two-man game, and finishing off the glass. The good slip came from Danafa. It's a four-point lead now for the Explorers, under two to play third quarter. Jared Stooks holds the ball. Now they look to get it down low to Stark, but... All eyes in this matchup zone are on Stark. They don't want it going down low to him there. Dan Rimaldi has it now. Stooks thought about the three top of the key. Gets into the lane, flies home, and puts it off the glass. 
Good yeah. move that time from Stukes, Chris. Spurs lead by six. They've led by as many as eight. 124 to play. Six-point lead, like you said. Oh. Might have been a travel might that have been time. A travel there by Rodriguez the gets into the lane, but a blocking foul is called. He finishes it at the bucket, and he'll go to the line to shoot one more. 36 to 32, and Rodriguez probably traveled at the top of the key. No travel as he approached the block, got inside, and a moving Paulus, that's his third foul of the game, gets called for the blocking foul. Chance to finish the three-point play here for Mark Rodriguez. Rodriguez puts it home. It's a three-point lead now. A minute 16 to play, third quarter. The Explorers with the basketball. Stukes leaves off for Jones. Now Paulus head fakes from three. Off to Stukes. The big man Stark not in the game right now. Stukes had an open look. Takes the extra dribble. Now Romaldi has it top of the key. McTamney gets the ball inside. Cannot finish. Tips it up. And Danafa has the rebound. Did a lot of work to get it there. Just couldn't get it over that front rim. Now Rodriguez, a mid-range shot. From 15 feet away, he knocks it down, and it is 36-35. Quickly now, Stukes follows his own miss and puts it home with the right hand. That was 100% Jared Stukes there. Yeah, the strength shown there was absolutely incredible. Probably not the best offensive possession we've ever seen. However, it results in two points and a three-point lead for the Explorers. Now 16 seconds to play. Holding near the logo is Mark Rodriguez. Yeah, the Crusaders have spread the floor. They're going to look to find someone open. It's power now off the dribble with the left. Inside they go to Danafa. Top of the key. Head fake from O'Connor. He puts up the shot not even close. And after 24 minutes of play, three quarters here in the Northeast at Father Judge High School, the score is LaSalle 38 and Father Judge, 35. Yeah, the Explorers came out of, came out of the half with a, on a tear. As a matter of fact, I thought they, they went up eight, had a chance to go up nine, um, just weren't able to put this team away. And now here sits the Crusaders within just three in their own building. We've yet to really see the student section get active. You wonder if one last time of LaSalle attacking this basket and the LaSalle bench right below this student section and a close game to boot, a big one against a rival, can get this crowd going. It's been a great atmosphere so far, no doubt about it, but I think this student section can get to another level, Chris. Oh, I agree with you, and it's going to be particularly tough when they have to shoot free throws at the end. Um, we'll see hands waving. Uh, that first and second row there are clearly visible from the foul line. Got some girls up in the stands. I don't know if they're from Hubert's or one of the other girls' schools, but uh, they certainly can wreak some havoc on any type <laughs> of shooter. Yes, boys will be boys, but LaSalle boys will be gentlemen, I thought. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they say, at least. At least that's what the sign says. That is. The sign says it very clearly. Eight minutes to play here. One quarter of basketball left in regulation. We saw two overtimes in the JV game. Do we have the same type of theatrics ahead of us this evening? Well, I certainly hope not. Uh, the Explorers put out their starters on the floor uh, with the exception of Isaiah Jones as Shane Stark continues to sit. We are underway. Father Judge will start with the basketball. It's Mike Power. Now Matt O'Connor works it up top to Reed. Reed hands off for Rodriguez who gets it back to Reed. 
And nearly stolen by Jared Stukes. He came around from behind. Ball went out of bounds, last touched by Stukes, but making things difficult defensively. And here comes Shane Stark. Isaiah Jones comes out of the game. Shane Stark returns. Father Judge back into play. O'Connor has it. Rodriguez comes off the screen. The head fake got Matt Paulus way up in the air. Probably could have drawn a foul there if he jumped up into him. They're going to look for a backdoor cut here. Or O'Connor will get all the way to the rim, finish, and get fouled by Shane Stark. He has an opportunity to tie the game at the line. It's Dan Romaldi on the foul. Romaldi called for the foul. Yes, number 15. I think LaSalle fortunate there. Yes, I agree with you. No, they did call no, it on Stark. they called Stark, it on Stark. Okay. So O'Connor now to complete the three-point play. He does. 38 apiece here from the Northeast. Father Judge High School, Philadelphia Catholic League action right here on Bob Long Sports. It doesn't get much better. The Explorers now into the front court. Jared Stukes surveys the scene. Father Judge now not extending beyond the three-point line from about the first time of the game. Stark has it beyond the three-point line. Feeds up top to Stukes. Now Paulus. Nearly a hand check there. Paulus gets it back. And now Stukes for three. No good. Back iron in the rebound down to Quincy Reed. Shane Stark unable to pull down that rebound. And now Father Judge has a chance to take the lead. It would be their first lead of the game. They have not led yet. Quincy Reed, number one, gets into the lane. He's guarded by Stark. Head fakes once, can't finish, and the rebound down to Stark. And a foul is called as Stark tried to dribble out of there. Probably not the best decision, but a reach in by Quincy Reed bails out the Explorers. And that's his fourth. That's exactly right. Four fouls on the senior guard, and that is not where you want to commit it. 94 feet from the no. basket on a team without a lot of depth. Quincy Reed scoring 12 and a half points a game. Has four fouls, he stays in the game. And he's gonna have to guard Ryan McTamney. Paulus launches a three, back iron, no good. Stark gets the rebound and is taken down by Denafa. He went into the air, Denafa then backed up into him with the box out and Stark went down very hard on the play. And wow, I apologize. There was not a foul called. Yes, there was. Okay. Okay, LaSalle was walking down the floor, and now they will retreat. I thought I caught, saw a foul as well. There was confusion amongst all three referees. That confusion continues. Two of them will have a conversation. And now Sean Tate, it's his time to be angry. Joe Dempsey had a few questions initially when it looked like there was no foul called. Now Sean Tate, after the foul was called, is barking at all three referees. We'll reset the scene for you. 38 apiece, 6-12 to play. LaSalle with the basketball. Father Judge yet to lead in this affair. They've climbed their way back into this game all the way from an eight-point deficit earlier in the third quarter. Finishing at the bucket, off the Shane inbound. Stark. One touch and up. Shane Stark got hit across the wrist at the same time. He'll go to the line to shoot one more. And you're seeing Sean Tate be as agitated as he's been all game. 
And now Dan Romaldi's left the game. He's got some, ble he's bleeding from the elbow, not badly, but uh, without LaSalle's trainer here, he has to go down to the judge bench to get some attention, but he does so quickly. Shane Stark, a bit off the front rim, can't get it to fall, 40 to 38. Father Judge with the ball, they trail by two. Six minutes exactly to play in the fourth quarter. Matt O'Connor has the ball top of the key. Off for Reed. O'Connor gets it back. Hesitation dribble to the bucket. Count it and one. Jared Stooks gets called for the foul. That was a great pass from Mike Powers. The hesitation dribble got him by Stooks and Stooks forced a foul. Needs to hit him a bit harder there if you're going to make that contact. Just the second foul against Stooks personally, but the fifth against the Explorers as a team here in the second half. Judge leads for the first time in this game, 41 to 40, 551 to play. A lot of time left in this game and a lot of time for LaSalle to, to establish the offense that they had done so, so effectively with earlier in the game. Pauls will try a three, back iron, no good. Skying for the rebound is O'Connor. Big day for O'Connor here off the bench. Denafa went down on the other end of the floor. He and McTamney are late to get back. Stooks gets a steal to the bucket, finishes, and gives the Explorers a one-point lead. That yeah, was a nice steal by Jared Stooks, just be able to pick up that loose ball. Now Reed gets it across the timeline. Extra pass, open three from the corner. In and out from Rodriguez, a strong rebound from number 21, Phil Held for the Explorers. O'Connor was flying in there, but Phil Held maintained his position and got the board. Now back up top, McTamney gets the three-point look. No good. It was a nice feed it from was Stukes. And a nice look by Ryan McTamney. Just couldn't get it to drop. To the bucket. A foul is called. A bump on his way there. Quincy Reed drew the body contact. McTamney not thrilled, but a really good hesitation dribble. Kind of drew McTamney in, and then he went right at the body as he was out of position. There was no question that was a foul. Not one that Ryan McTamney probably should have taken, but a foul nevertheless. That's the second foul against Ryan McTamney. That's the sixth team foul against the Explorers. Any further loose ball or defensive foul that the Explorers commit will result in free throws of the one-in-one one variety. Dan Romaldi returns to the game for Phil Held. He's gotten some tape on his arm, covering up the blood. Reed missed the first free throw. He now sets to shoot his second. Only one Crusader in the lane, back iron no good, and as a result, an easy rebound for Matt Paulus. They backed out Rodriguez and only had Denafa in there. Now the Explorers back to offense. Shane Stark nearly wasn't ready for the pass, able to adjust. They work it around the top of the key now, Dan Romaldi. Jared Stooks off to Paulus, guarded well beyond the three-point line. Stooks, crossover dribble, nearly lost it. Up top to Paulus, now inside to Stark. Triple team comes, Romaldi, open three. It's good for the Explorers. It's a nice three by Dan Romaldi. A four-point lead for the Explorers. They have responded. A 5-0 run after Judge took their first lead of the game. Now Danafa hands off for Mike Power. Reed gets in the lane, a foul called against Matt Paulus. That should be four on him. A jump stop, they knew exactly who to go after. Paulus was retreating. He was beaten by about a half step, so tried to wiggle back into the play. Very good body control from Reed to 
thrust himself right back into Paulus when he was out of position. We've seen that twice in uh, three possessions here, Chris. A nice job from Father Judge. Yeah, they're taking advantage of Matt Paulus just being out of position. That was just not a good foul by Matt. That was his I believe fourth. fourth. They haven't put it on the board, but. Well, it appears as if they've given it to Ryan McTamney, but I don't see how that's possible. That could be true, but Chris, they've also been late with the scoreboard. And well, that's the other thing, too. McTamney did have the last foul. So I think they just haven't adjusted. One of two from the line for Quincy Reed. We believe the foul given to Matt Paula, so he has four by our count. 3.40 to play, a three-point lead for the Explorers, and they're in no hurry offensively. Stukes now gets inside, up and under, and finishes. The hesitation move got him to the bucket and finished over the outstretched arm of Matt O'Connor. A quick timeout now for Joe Dempsey and the Explorers. Yeah, five-point lead for the Explorers, 47-42. Just under 3.30 remaining in this game, and Joe Dempsey calls a quick timeout after the basket by Jared Stukes. Seven team fouls against the Explorers, five for Father Judge. A 30-second timeout here. And we've seen Jared Stukes takes this game into his own hands at this point. A lot off the dribble. Not as much from the assist variety necessarily, but he still made a couple good looks to the perimeter. Some of them just didn't go down like the one from McTamney a few possessions back. But in addition to that pass first that we've seen from him a lot this year, I think there's a bit of a gene in his body that says, I want to go finish this game off. We apologize, we were unplugged and you did not miss a play. Still 47-42, shot from number 14, Rodriguez is no good, the rebound down to Stark. Thanks for hanging with us here on Bob Long Sports. It's a five point lead for the Explorers, 3.05 to play, fourth quarter. And in no hurry whatsoever, Jared Stukes. Now he's getting to the rim. He'll finish again off the glass. They can't stop him right now. We made the mistake earlier on in calling him Amar. Well, he's playing like Amar right now by taking the ball to the hoop and putting it in. Before he was using that to create offense and create passes and create you know opportunities for other players, he's finishing it himself right now. He's now a seven-point lead for the Explorers. 2.33 to play. They might have had an open look, but passing it up that time was power. Now it's Rodriguez who passes off to Fleming. Matt O'Connor now has it as they work it around the key. Mike Power. Off for Rodriguez, he'll slip into a three and knock it down. A big one that time from Mark Rodriguez stepping into it from range. And it's now just a four point lead for the Explorers. 2.16 to play, fourth quarter. Yeah, Sean Tate calls a quick timeout after that basket. Full timeout, both teams sitting. This is going to come down in the end, I can assure you that. And you can start to feel this building come alive a bit, Chris. This has been a good one. This is a gym that gets loud. The low ceilings, the stage in the background, the student section high above the LaSalle bench. There's and quite, us here. And, and absolutely, there's quite a number of people in the stands. I mean, the stands are almost full. People standing on the side. So, I mean, they certainly have uh, enough people in here to, you know, to make some noise. And as I was saying, us here as well, Chris. I mean, you saw Sunday Night Baseball all year long on ESPN. Every other week or so, they would send the guys out to the bleachers, to the stands of Wrigley Field, the bleacher bums out there, or the right field seats at Pittsburgh's 
PNC Park. That's where we are. We are with the people just the way God intended to watch some great Philadelphia Catholic League basketball. I don't know how much better it can get. Well, just to give people an idea where we are, we are in the top row behind the LaSalle bench, and we have a somewhat obstructed view because the side baskets here at Father Judge do not go up. Uh, they do in most other gyms, but for whatever reason, they're stationary, and we have to kind of look through the net to, uh, to get a view of, uh, of the action. And now LaSalle quickly up the floor. It's Ryan McTamney able to finish. Good up-court passes, and they got behind the defense after having a bit of trouble getting it in. Yeah, but there was no hesitation on McTamney's part. He was strong there on that shot, which is great to see from Ryan. Under two minutes to play, a six-point lead for the Explorers. Rodriguez, who just hit a big three, will leave off for Denafa. Now Mike Power. O'Connor will shoot a three, back iron no good. Stark with a very strong rebound. The position was established by McTamney, made it tough for Fleming to get there, and then skying in for the rebound was big number 44 for the Explorers, Shane Stark. Stark has trouble with the ball, knocked out of bounds, last touch by Father Judge. I think that's the right call, Chris, but you can clearly see why that would be one that the fans here would be disappointed in. Could have gone either way and a big call late in the game. Yeah, that was a very reckless play by Shane Stark, and he walked. Now he travels, as you said, along the baseline. There was not a made basket, right. and as a result, you cannot move your feet. He did that, an easy call. I, that's one of those situations where you know you, you, Dan Ramaldi has to know, you know, what's going on there that he can't move. If nothing else, gives the Explorers an opportunity to bring Matt Paulus off for defensive purposes, and Phil Held will come on. Six-point lead, 125 to play. Rodriguez into the lane, can't finish, a bit strong, and Stark able to get the rebound over the smaller Denafa. And now they're likely going to need to foul or try to get a steal. And a timeout comes from Joe Dempsey immediately after Stark matriculates across the timeline. Yeah, a minute 15 left here in the game. Explorers will have the ball across half court. It's important that they get a shot here, a good shot, and score. Take Is this, it? Yeah, I think, I, I think we need to take a six-point lead to an eight-point lead, which really makes it an entirely different game plan for Father Judge. Sure. They're going to have Three to shoot possession. threes, yeah. Now, the way I see it, I, I, I think you hold the basketball until they foul you or until you get an easy look underneath the basket. But I wouldn't start penetrating, possibly force a turnover or anything like that. You have 75 seconds remaining in this game, a six-point lead. Ball is in, no pun intended, Father Judge's court at this point. And I think with five fouls, they're going to need to foul twice before the Explorers get to the line. So they will be reckless on the first one, trying to get a steal, knowing that they can foul and have no problem. But... I think you hold this basketball. I agree with you, which is also why I think one of the reasons that the Explorers haven't made any substitutions to have better foul shooters in the game. Um, in other situations, Shane Stark has come out of the game. Um, and, and, you know, so a Kiska or someone else could come in the game right. that's a better foul shooter. Which He's could in, happen, after, which this could happen after this next foul. Absolutely. I agree with you. And now Stark gets the ball in the backcourt. Double team now will come on him. Off to Matt Paulus. Matt Paulus does well. Jump stops and gets it back to Stark. Now they are forced to foul Shane Stark. That's the sixth team foul of the second half. 104 to play. The Explorers took some time off the clock there. Still not, no substitution. Not a lot of time. They only took 11. It's, it's, it seems like that was more than 11 seconds. <laughs> What are you trying to say? I'm not saying anything. <laughs> Mr. PA announcer yourself. 
And now Jared Stooks is fouled beyond the three-point line. He will shoot one and one. And that, Chris, might be the only argument for your initial discussion or argument in terms of going in and getting an easy bucket because you're not guaranteed anything. You could essentially turn the ball over here with a miss at the foul line. I agree with you. Stukes' first is up and good. He will earn his second. Absolutely gigantic free throw that time yeah, from Jared Stukes. Makes this a seven-point game. Jared's going to get a second here. The second now for Stukes. Front rim cannot fall. Just fell off. Rebound now to Father Judge. They're down the floor quickly. Fleming comes off a screen. Into the lane. Puts it up. Cannot finish. Stukes with a strong rebound. Leaves off for Paulus. And now Father Judge has to foul. They will foul Matt Paulus. Not the ideal candidate for the Crusaders from their perspective. No, but as we said, now we're going to... Joe Dempsey continues to go with Shane Stark. I think obviously for defensive and rebounding purposes. Absolutely. Um, and if... Give them one shot. That's all that Joe Dempsey is comfortable allowing as Matt Paulus hits the front end of the one and one. Games are won and lost at the front end, Chris, and LaSalle right now hitting theirs. We can make this, it's a three possession game. Second one is good. Still, and was a three possession game, but now they're gonna need three trays just to equalize. Now they have Phil held in the game instead of Dan Romaldi. 47 seconds to play, power into the front court. They're gonna need to launch a three. O'Connor, a really good look. Nobody was covering him. Back iron, no good. Uh, and the rebound down to Stukes, who was stripped from the backside, a foul called. And Mike Power, not pleased. Now, Jared Stukes, if he had come away with that ball, had an easy layup, the, the entire court was open ahead of him. Now Jared Stukes will go to the line to shoot the final of the one-and-one -one opportunities for the Explorers this evening. They lead by nine. Yeah, 39.3 seconds left. Up and good. It's a four-possession game, a 10-point lead for the Road Explorers, and we've lost power in the scoreboard once again. Yep. And that will almost certainly cause some to head for the exits. A large portion... People were doing so anyway. A large portion of the Father Judge student section if they weren't out of here already, are taking off at this point. But Chris, a 10-point lead for the Explorers as Jared Stooks will get set to take his second free throw. When this game was 48-45, to 45, we talked about how this could be a really good finish. Here's the thing. Very, very good to championship basketball teams are able to put teams away. And that's what LaSalle was able to do tonight. They took a big punch in the second half. They were up eight. And Father Judge ended up taking a one-point lead, 41-40. to 40. From that point, a 15-4 to 4 run, decisive, and hitting free throws at the other end. Good offensive execution, putting this team away to move to 2-0. That is what championship basketball is all about. Now, and LaSalle has a history of not being able to take that game beyond the 10-point mark, like letting teams hang around, you know, when they have a six-point lead or an eight-point lead, not being able to get that 10-point lead. And tonight they've been able to do that. And they said it took them, they had to go on a 15-4 run to do so. But um, looks like they're going to bring the, this should go down to 39.3. There we go. 39.3 to play. Fourth quarter. 
and don't want to spoil our post-game festivities, but I think you might be looking at the Elmark Signs and Graphics player of the game at the charity strip right now, Jared Stukes. Well, I don't think there's any question about that. There was a period of time in this game when he put the team on his back single-handedly took over this game by driving into the lane at other points during the season. He would have dished that ball. Instead, he took it right to the hoop. But as I said, he, much, he looked more like Amar Stukes than Jared Stukes. Jared Stukes knocks down the second free throw, hits them both, and the Explorers are up 11. Stukes with a bit of an unnecessary foul after we just designated him with the player of the game honors. A bad reach in on Mike Power, and Power will shoot one and one from the line. Yeah, 35 seconds left. That's... That's Jared's third foul. Unnecessary, but I guess he thought he could get a steal or at least put the ball away. First free throw up and good from Mike Power. Now a 10-point lead for the Explorers, 35 seconds to play. Yeah, the student section is completely emptied out. There's maybe two or three students sitting up there in that balcony. Ace Carter, though, hanging to the Ace end. Ace Carter good and on about three students. <laughs> Second free throw good. Nine-point lead for the Explorers. and. Father Judge may have given up here as Paulus, across the timeline, faces limited pressure. 20 seconds to play. Father Judge, three of them already passed the timeline. Rodriguez still guarding. Doesn't want to give up. I like that. Don't foul, but don't give Paulus an easy lane to the bucket Well, the two either. are playing with each other at this point now, which, which shows some sportsmanship. It does, indeed. Now, he's not going to let him get by him, but he's, they're, they're almost playing like schoolyard one-on-one. -on -one. <laughs> There's your final buzzer. A nine-point win for the Explorers, 56-47 to 47 on the road at Father Judge. The Explorers move to 9-1 on the year. 10-1. Now 10-1. 10-1. 10-1 with this victory, and Judge will fall to 7-4. Big game for Jared Stooks. Jared Stooks scored 20 points this evening, and he is your Elmark Signs and Graphics player of the game. A huge game from Stooks, and Chris, like we said, a lot of that happening in the second half when this team really needed it. Now he put them on his back. Shane Stark contributed with 13. It's a big day for Shane Stark as he put up nine in the first half, but did yeoman's work on the glass. Big-time rebounding effort from Stark. And Ryan McTamney, who was leading this team in scoring, now he had nine tonight, but uh, early in the season it was the, you know, the, the scoring was all him, and now Stark's taken, you know, has started to make contributions, and clearly Jared Stooks tonight. That's exactly right. That's clearly, I mean, there, there's no doubt that's his career high. Yes. A big day for Stukes, and uh, also some big days all around for this team. Paulus, he had eight. Dan Romaldi added three off the bench. Phil Held added three off the bench as well. From the field, the Explorers improved significantly in the second half. 14 of 25, that's good for 56%. From three, five of 15, and 13 of 16 from the free throw line. All told, 19 of 40 from... From the field, that's good for 48%. And, Chris, you're happy with those numbers if you're head coach Joe Dempsey. Now, on a Monday night, first day of school, if you can come out and you can win in Father Judge, that's a big day. And as I said, the Explorers improved to 2-0. They got a big game Friday night at home against Conwell Egan, uh, a team that's the defending state champions in their, uh, at their level. Um, as I said, these three games would clearly define the Explorers and maybe even their season. Final score here from Father Judge. The Explorers moving to 10-1 on the year. 56-47. Jared Stooks with 20 points, our player of the game. Chris, good effort, like you said. The Explorers right back at it on Friday evening. Conwell Egan at LaSalle's gym. We will be there for it. 7 o'clock tip. Join us 20 minutes before for the Dunphy Ford pregame show. 
For my color commentator, Chris Carabello, I'm Bob Long saying so long from Northeast Philadelphia and Father Judge High School. Explorers win 56-47. We'll see you next time.